been a lot. You know, I'm not gonna make this about me, man. This this city, this is a special city. They deserve everything that's going on. This is a special city. We got one more. We got one more. Welcome back to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. We are in Super Bowl week. So we are talking about the Super Bowl. We are officially there. We uh, are. When you said I that, I was like, are we there already? It yeah. felt like it took forever. Yeah. Maybe it's because my team's in it, but it felt like it took a long time. If It does feel like it's been a while since championship weekend. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> um, so speaking of championship weekend, we're going to talk championship weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, Bengals Chiefs. 49ers Eagles and then we'll get into Super Bowl talk yeah we'll some special guests on here as well so yeah I'm excited for this episode I, so we got yeah. a lot to talk about so uh, let's get into it all right so we're going to talk about the NFC and AFC championship games uh, well let's just say that it came down to the four best teams the four best teams that were left in the playoffs Definitely, we're there. Yep. Um, start with the first one, the 49ers and Eagles. Yeah. Uh, I was very happy about this game. Um, it was so unfortunate, though. It was. I know as an I Eagles do fan, agree. it probably felt good. I talk, yeah. yeah. Yep. Talking to a 49er fan. Yep. Gary Groff. Yeah. Yep. Love you, Gary. <laughs> um, but yeah, it just felt, I felt bad for them. Like, I really did. Because, like I mentioned in the other one, it was the most, like, the highest paid game AFC or NFC championship game ever. Like the the amount of the price tickets, oh, okay, the price okay. for the tickets yeah, right. to this game. Like it was in huge. Yeah. It was going to be huge. I mean, you had literally overall the two, probably the two best teams. It was the perfect matchup. Yes, right. it was. Yeah. Um, and then sadly, Brock Purdy goes down. I mean, okay, I'm talking as a 49er fan, but when I saw it, I was, I was also yeah, yeah. kind of happy. But <laughs> so Brock Purdy went down and then... They lost their fourth string quarterback yeah. at that point. I mean, he was their second. Johnson, yeah. Josh Johnson. So they had nothing left. Right. And then the Eagles just took advantage of it and went down. So I felt bad. But something I thought it was really interesting is I we were talking our private chat, Marco Polo. Mm-hmm. I was talking and Jose, he's like, You should not feel bad at all. It's like these are this is football. People play. Like people get hurt, they get hurt. Yes. Yeah. You're right. I like that once he once he said that I was like you know what it is football like yeah. I understand it's not like mm-hmm. ideal for everybody and what they wanted to see but like I don't know you look back on it you're the 49ers you're the team that put a backup tight end on Hassan Reddick who's the second leading right. sack rusher in the league one on one and he lost terribly terribly super fast yep he got hit obviously he wasn't aiming to hurt hurt the quarterback but we got a fumble off the play. Yeah. And and then I mean the rest is kind of history cuz you didn't. But I guess even at that time once you went I mean Brock Purdy went down and then Josh Johnson came in. They went down and scored a touchdown. It was 7-7. Right. So well that's the thing about this whole thing. And this is what I'd bring up and I was talking okay. to Gary as well. You brought up Gary Groff um and uh he's a listener to this so he'll be listening in. Um <clears throat> but the 49ers it, the, this game was closer, <clears throat> excuse me, than it it uh, it showed out to be. Yes, once he was. got hurt, absolutely. And so the the Eagles had seven points, right? It was seven nothing when Brock Purdy got hurt. Correct. They went up to score uh, to make it seven seven. But 
that seven points from the Eagles was because of a Devontae Smith catch that wasn't. Correct. And, but it was ruled a catch on the it field. Was a catch. And then he did his little, you know, yep. fist to fist sign yep. or whatever to to rush to play. I was listening to so I was listening to the New Heights podcast with Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey, yeah. both brothers who are in the Super Bowl playing each other, when they talked about this game and he talked about this play. And something that the Eagles do, so once we get a once usually you get a first down on fourth down or whatever, he was saying like we usually are quick to get to the ball and go. Like we want it, we fast tempo offense. Mm-hmm. When Devontae Adams got up and he did that thing, we we knew that he didn't catch the ball. So we everybody goes rushing down to hike the ball. And in Philadelphia, usually or usually you see the replays on the Jumbotron. Yep. Well, because it's in Philly and they knew it was questionable, they he said they did not play that. They did not do replays on the Jumbotron. Wow. If it was in San Francisco, they would have replayed, they would have replayed it. it. So there's home field advantage there. Now I don't know if that's You almost want like if you're if you're Kyle Shanahan in that moment and you see them make a play like that and start signaling to hurry up offense. I'd almost right. throw the just throw the flag. Play. Yeah, just right. throw it. It's almost worth it, especially on that play. That that place was that drive was dead to rights. Oh, absolutely. Before that play, like yep. you guys were done, um, going to punt the ball away, and so yeah, right, I, it was, was third, third down. It was third down and fourth down and three. That was fourth. That was fourth down. down. So it would have been fourth down. Yeah. Turnover on down. Turnover on downs. They would have had the ball probably on their own forty-two. Right. Almost have a half a field to go. I would have threw the challenge flag. Like, so, I mean, is it on? The four, I mean, it would have be on the 49er staff for not giving him the word to throw it down, or like, I mean, I mean you're the head I, coach, I, I, man. You get yeah. paid millions of dollars Correct. to make a, make a call like that. Right. I was saying, like, when I saw that and I saw Devontae Adams jump up, it looked like a catch to me. It looked mm-hmm. like a catch to everybody watching the game. Honestly, when you when you first watch it, until you saw the the angle from the other side, it when, looked like a catch. When he got up and started like running like that, I was yep. like, I don't know if this is a catch. When well, he started running, right then, right yeah. then, you're paid millions of dollars. To throw that challenge flag in that moment. Yeah. And so my voice is cutting out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no, not even worked no, up yet. We're not even talking about the yeah. Bengals yet. <laughs> no, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it was it was not a catch. And I mean, everybody <clears> says, <throat> of course, it was not a catch. But I mean, we kept playing and you, we scored three, right. two plays later. Yep. Um, but then whenever we got the... So then when Brock Purdy went down, they... Like I think that was their first series. I think I I mean I'm, I could I could be mistaken, but that was their first series that he went down, got hurt, and then their defense stopped us like the next four possessions. Like we had 60 something yards in the first possession. Our next five maybe 20 right. if that. Like they were shutting us down. So like it was one of those feelings of man, we we're, we're letting this team stay around. Right. Well, and it wasn't it until later like. on, at, because they were without a quarterback, they couldn't put up points, they couldn't sustain drives. Right. So their defense was on the field so much mm-hmm. that they, was, they were going to break eventually, and then they eventually broke, and the floodgates right. happened. That's where you guys put up all your points. But So it looks like you guys destroyed them, and you did. But yeah. initially, had Brock Purdy stayed in there, I think it would have been a whole lot oh, tighter of a game. I'm not saying that the 49ers would have won necessarily. Yeah. We, don't, we don't know that. We'll never know that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was certainly... A closer game. I, I I thought it was living up to be oh, yeah. that 49ers. Now, they're all they're all mad. Yeah. Brandon Ayuk. He's like, I don't know how good this defense is. Actually, is like the Chiefs are going to probably kick their butt this week, and so he's just salty that he lost. Yep. Like I, it. 
So, but I, so I got a 49er question real quick for you. Um, what do they do? I mean, yeah, like we don't know what they're going to do for quarterback, but basically throughout, like we're saying that they have this, they have a complete, almost a complete team, but the only position they don't have is quarterback and they haven't had a quarterback. I mean, they got to the championship with Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, Brock Purdy, he looked really good. I mean, he had he only played eight games this year, and he threw sixteen right. touchdowns and so, four interceptions. But he could be out a whole year, right, with his surgery, right. So if Trey Lance comes in, like, is Brock? Do you keep Trey Lance? Well, I think the I mean, question. I mean, you almost have to take Brock Purdy out of it now because he's going to yeah. be out. They said he's probably not going to miss all of next year, but he's going to miss a lot of it. He's getting Tommy John surgery. Probably it's a complete UCL tear. So the fact that's just commend the fact that he actually finished that game i mean ucl tear that was pretty impressive yeah and now that answers my questions i was going crazy during that game because i was watching him like why do you keep on handing off the ball don't you realize you're down 20 points you're down four possessions and mm-hmm. you got 12 minutes to go in this game you better start passing the ball yeah. i was and actually surprised that they didn't put in Chris, Chris, bleh, christian mccaffrey they did in the play. quarter he they did, did one play yeah yeah but like just do something else because yeah. it almost like i understand that's really all you can kind of do right. but like i don't know you had to figure something yeah, yeah i'm not sure i mean it was a bad situation all around but i think i think with the quarterback so with brock Purdy being out mid next year i think till mid next year roughly let's just call that yeah again it could be a little bit sooner we don't know um it gives you at least a little bit of time to figure out trey lance and mm-hmm. so jimmy garoppolo has got to walk yeah um but the reality is that you do put yourself in a tough position maybe if trey lance doesn't pan out then obviously you have the safety net of Brock Purdy at $700,000 a year that you can go to. But you're going to have to trade away Trey Lance, and you're not going to get back what you traded to get him because they traded up in that draft to to pick him. And so they traded a lot of stuff for him. And so uh, that being said, if if Trey Lance does work out and he lives up to that potential, now you have the dream situation, which is almost the curse for the 49ers where they have too many quarterbacks. Yep. And, And so, but I think that, you know, Brock Purdy could pick up, especially on this market now with how well he played this year, I think he could pick up something oh, in yeah. the trade market. It's true. If the, if if Trey Lance plays out well and he ends up being the future of the 49ers, Brock Purdy can go and play with for Belichick or, you know, somebody like that, you know, mm-hmm. um, that, you know, if Mac Jones continues to not work out and whatnot, he would be a great fit. Yeah, it's true. I also want to bring up one thing. So Lane Johnson has his torn abductor muscle mm-hmm. or tendon in his hip. Um, so Lane Johnson held the defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa, to zero sacks and zero QB hits mm. in that game. Domination. A, yes. Come on. Yeah. Like, they should almost... This story... You know how... This is, like... You know how defensive linemen can rotate on defense and or, like, corners can, like, rotate and, like, follow the... Uh, the receiver. opposing receiver yeah. you should almost like when when how many years until offensive linemen are able to do that like literally reposition on offense on the fly like just follow follow, follow bosa follow chris jones in the yeah. Super Bowl. you know what i mean like just lane johnson you line up wherever chris jones is you know what i chris mean chris jones in the center you're now the center yeah the only thing is that you can flip them because a defense you can move so That's if you right. wanted to switch and uh, whatever and create mismatches, mm-hmm. you can do that, and you can't move without getting a false start. Yeah. Um, as an as uh, you know, offensive lineman. So, but, but yeah, Lane Johnson, dude. I mean, just incredible stuff from him. Animal. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's pretty much. I mean, all I got. We really dominated up front with mm-hmm. our with our line, and basically they were on the field a lot. Their defense, so um, we just kind of took advantage. You take advantage of what you're given. Yeah, I mean that's all you can really do, and that's all. And like, I understand people are saying, "Oh, we had a weak schedule, whatever." Where the teams that we should have beat, we beat, and we beat them bad. There's one or two games. The Redskins. The, but the Redskins are a sneaky good team, too. They are. Uh, they yep. they're, they're they get a quarterback. Football. I mean... Not a great football team, but you yeah. know what I mean? A good yeah, yeah, yeah. Team. Yep. So, I mean, hey, we're doing what we need to do. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say, and it's where we, where we are. So Yeah, I mean, I would say, like, don't feel bad for what you guys did to, like, oh, no, to the 49ers, great. but it's like, it is a bummer what happened. Like, for me as a fan, somebody who... Oh, yeah. I kind of cared. I wanted the Bengals and... And Eagles to get to the Super Bowl, but yeah, um, but I didn't really care that much. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it was it was a bummer to see that as a fan. Agreed. But in the same respect, it was like, you know, like there was a time uh, transition. Let's transition sure. into the yep. the Bengals and sure. and Chiefs game. Um, there was a time even in that game when when Patty Mahomes started limping. The one time he got pushed out of bounds and yep. um, started limping when he got up, and I'm like, oh man, like yeah, sure, that almost locks up the game if he's out. And there's a part of that that, you know, would be good for us. But in the same respect, I was like, man, I really don't want to see us win this way. Like, I didn't want to see that. And yeah. so I wanted to, like, if we're going to go to the Super Bowl, I want to go in and, you know, go to play the Eagles, you know, beating Patrick Mahomes. That's what I want. Yeah. That's the momentum I want to go in with. And so, um, and obviously Patrick Mahomes is fine and whatnot. But but yeah. I think as a fan, I want to see the healthy guys. I want to beat the healthy team as opposed to the, the team that's struggling with the injuries. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, what about your? I guess, I guess, it, yeah. If we're talking right. about the Chiefs, so I guess there's a lot to talk about in this game. Yeah, um, there's a lot that happened um, that obviously led to the outcome of the game. Um, one of the big ones um, that I even forgot about initially afterwards was Tyler Boyd getting hurt in the beginning of the game. He was mm-hmm. carving him up pretty good, um, but TB went down, um, didn't come back, and so um, and he he's pretty key when we play a team like like the Chiefs because the Chiefs like to play us with two man high. Um, yeah, you know, in the uh, Tampa two defense. And so, um, you know, your inside slot guy, yeah, our inside slot guys, the guy picks that apart, run game, picks that apart, you know, things like that. And who, who was your backup? Who came in for him? Uh, well, we have a couple guys, but like Trent Nerwin or, um, Trent Taylor, not even um, close to Trent close. Taylor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, not, not close to yeah. Boyd at all. Um, and so, yeah, it definitely is a, a weak spot when he goes down, but, um, so yeah, we'll see. Uh, but, but the, I guess, I guess I'll just address the big elephant in the room and, and that's the referees. That's something that's being talked about the most in this game. Um, yeah. I, I do not subscribe to the idea that we lost this game because of the referees. Now th- that being said, let me be clear. The refs had a bunch of questionable calls in this game, mm-hmm. a bunch of them. And so, um, but most of them did not matter. And what I mean by that is, you know, even, uh, you know, one of the, there's several calls of these that I could talk about, but just to name a few, you know, the, the one, the third down play that got replayed. Yeah. That was terrible. I was so pissed when I saw that. Um, the, the reality is that we forced them to a punt that drive anyway. So it's not like it mattered with, you know, as far as points on the board, right. if they were to score. That's a big issue now. Yeah. Now we have a big time issue we need to talk about. Right. Um, but it didn't lead to points. Um, the only thing you could say there is that it took the time off the clock, um, to which we didn't yeah. have later on. Um, but 
then again, we didn't finish the ball either. You know, the Chiefs did. And so did that play really matter that much? Probably not. Um, There was a roughing the passer call that was missed. Um, Mm -hmm. A defensive lineman hit Burrow clearly like three or four steps after he threw the ball. um, And they totally missed it. Well, he ended up picking up a third and 19 two plays later or something like that. So we converted that drive anyway. And so, um, and and so like things like that where it's like, okay, yeah, they missed the call, but it didn't affect it. Like we still converted when we got a missed call and when they called a foul on us, it was still, we stopped them still. And so, you know what I mean? And so I just don't really subscribe to the whole, the rest calls the game. And the reality is that the OSI play at the end, just for Mm -hmm. which I feel bad for the guy, but seriously, like, it was a, it was it was a clear penalty. Like there's no doubt about it. Like, I mean, anybody yeah. who's saying it's not a penalty is is lost their mind. Like, right. If that was Joe Burrow instead, oh for sure, they'd be losing their minds if they didn't call call yep. the call the play. So let's keep it straight here. I don't think the I don't think the reason why we lost this game was because of refs. Um, do I think that they were questionable? Absolutely, I do. They were awful, to be quite honest, but mm-hmm. not in a sense of losing us the game. Yeah. Um, there was a holding call, two holding calls actually on the last play of the game that were missed, which a lot of people are making a big deal about those. Um, those are questionable as well. I wouldn't say that they're clear. Um, yeah. but Trey Hedrickson was getting borderline held, and so was our inside guy. I forget who the other guy was that was getting held, but it was one of our BJ Hill or something mm-hmm. like that. And then wasn't there like uh, on the punt, that final punt? Yeah. Wasn't there a bunch of. There it looked one, like there was a couple block in the back. There backs, was a block but. in the black a block in the back. Um, but again, even with that, like they got the big return and we stopped them. Like literally had that Joseph Asai penalty not been called, they would have been kicking a fifty five yarder in weather that felt like twelve degrees. That's yeah. next to an impossible field goal to make. Like they wouldn't have made it. Mm-hmm. And so it would have been a rock. Like like that's the thing. If it's seventy degrees, then yeah, not gonna have fifty five yarders fairly possible, you know, because right. it bounces off your foot. Not in 30 degree weather. 30 degree weather, it's a rock, and so mm-hmm. it doesn't bounce. You're kicking something solid, and so yeah. um, it's a whole lot different. It's a different kick. So at 45, yes, it's makeable, but like even at 45 yards, he it wasn't like all the way through, all the way right. through. You know what I mean? Like it yep. was, it struggled to get there, and so it goes to show you that like it, it even that punt return, did it really matter? You know, and maybe it did because again, if they hadn't gotten that punt return, then that penalty wouldn't have mattered at the end. Again, who knows? Lots of what ifs. Bottom line is we also had the ball at the end of the game twice. The offense had the ball at the end of the game to score a game-winning touchdown or to kick a a field goal, and we didn't do it. Mm -hmm. We got stopped both times. So I don't want to hear it about the refs bought us the game. Like You also choked when you had the ball in your hands. You had control of the game. You could have ran out the clock just like we did other times against the Chiefs, us kicking the game-winning field goal as opposed to them. And unfortunately, we we let them have the ball last. And so... I, anyway, I, we didn't lose the game because of the refs is the bottom line. Um, we lost the game because, you know, they beat us. Mm-hmm. They're, they're a team that is one of the best teams in the league. Yep. We're one of the best teams in the league. We played them four times and we've lost only one. So we need to wipe our hands off, dust our shirts off and get back up for next year. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we lost. We lost to a great football team that earned it. Mm-hmm. And so let's get better for next year. You know what I mean? We got a lot of changes for next year and... um so yeah, that's what I have um, regarding that. Um, hopefully, a lot of these guys are okay. I think I think the one concern that I would have for next year, well, well number one, we have a bunch of free agents, but I think mm-hmm. that one of the big ones that are that's kind of raising its ugly head now is Joe Mixon. Yeah. Um, and what's going to happen there? Um, I actually read that he played that Samaj P. Ryan was in for more snaps. I think ten percent more snaps than Joe Mixon, 
in this game. And a lot of people said, oh, that's because they were bringing him in for pass protection. So Maj P. Ryan was, he's a better pass protecting back yeah. than Joe Mixon. Well, only about, I think, 20% of the snaps that Samaje played, um, he was pass blocking. And so hmm. they, when they had him in there, they, w- they, weren't, they didn't have him in there to pass block. They had him in there to play. And so yeah. why they have Joe Mixon out, um, they took him. It's the AFC Championship game. And they have a guy that's, that was a pro bowler last year, you yeah. know, one of the best backs in the leagues last year, and uh, now suddenly doesn't play in the last game. Um, hmm. It seems like there might be a little bit of drama there where we might – be looking to trade somebody or something um so he's still under contract he's still under contract yeah we signed okay. him to a four-year he's on a pretty hefty contract four-year 36 or something like that okay um i don't know how many years are left maybe like two yeah um, or, or maybe one but i wouldn't be surprised if they start shopping him and then i'd really like to get the bajan robin bajan i forget his name the yep. guy from texas yep running back dude's a stud um, okay. probably going to fall to the end of the first round, early second round. And I'd love to get my hands on him. Um, what would you think of Miles Sanders? Are they trading him? No, he's a free agent. Is he a free agent? He's a free agent. Um, yeah, I mean, he's a, he's a great player. Um, he's not Joe Mixon on Joe Mixon's best day, but he also had yeah. a better year than Joe Mixon this year. Joe Mixon was had a bad year this year, Yeah, but he had a great year last year. And so it's hard to say. Um, but I, I I like Miles Sanders. I, I do I like too. Him. But I've been reading some. I mean, with potential Jalen Hurts, big big deal, whatever coming mm-hmm. potentially. Like, and we have Kenny Gainwell, like as a backup. Like he's been he's did great in the NFC Championship game. Right. Like he did really good. So I mean, so does Miles Sanders. Literally, with this offensive line, anybody can probably do do great. Mm-hmm. So they're saying a lot of. I'm hearing more than not that they might just let Sanders go this year. Mm. So who knows? It could be. Yeah. I mean, I think that the, the thing is, is that Miles Sanders is probably going to go off the market before the draft. And so I think that if we don't yep. get the dude, the kid from, um, from Texas um, in the draft, then I would definitely go after a guy like Miles Sanders or, or somebody like that that's mm-hmm. young can still play. And yep. it kind of very versatile. Like he, Miles Sanders can catch the ball out of the backfield I don't know how he's gotten. He's gotten a lot better. Yeah, like before early on. That's the main reason why we went out and got Kenny Gainwell. To, oh, really? To do the pass catching, but this year he's like, yeah, almost everybody, every position, got better yeah. this year for us. So I mean, he's gotten better. Yeah. So I, I just anyway. think I think that he would be a good, good, you know, guy to throw into mm-hmm. the system there. Um, and I think honestly, again, this isn't me just being a homer, but I think that our offense is fairly friendly to new faces where they can come at Hayden Hurst played great this year. Oh, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think when you have a guy like Burrow who can distribute and can get people in the best position to succeed, mm-hmm. um, that, that's a good thing. It's that's all selfless. Yeah. yeah. Your offense is selfless. Absolutely. Like, and listening to the three receivers that went on to the pivot podcast, that was a good one. Yeah. By the way, if anybody hasn't heard it, yeah, basically they want each other to do like, it may not be our week. And mm-hmm. they're like, this guy does great. Like, we're happy for you. Like yep. we're just excited. We want to win. That's like, that's what you want. Right. Yep. So. That's spot on. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens in the offseason. But it's it's definitely a bum deal what, what, what's up with the Bengals. But but we, we got a long 10-plus years ahead of us, right? I mean, we got we got For a sure. while yet. So, yep. um, we got – I, I think – Good I think position. We, uh, yeah, I think we get our Super Bowl by the time Burrow's out of here. I mean, especially um, Burrow is your quarterback. Yeah. I mean, come on. I, I, we need to lock him up. He's up for the extension this year. So, we'll see what happens there. But – 
Um, definitely a lot of pivotal moves that happened in the offseason. We'll get into that in a later episode, though, when yep. we start talking about the offseason stuff. But what a championship weekend. Um, Exciting. And we'll talk more about these Chiefs and Eagles coming up. All right, so now we got a special guest coming on, a first-time guest, but a listener of the podcast. Uh, Toby Burris um, is joining us. He is a Chiefs fan, but he's got... Toby, I have my Bengals hoodie on, so take it easy on me. Um, but <laughs> we we have Toby coming on. He is an avid Chiefs fan, and so we want to just to hear what his thoughts are. Um, so, yeah, thanks for coming on, Toby. Uh, you were just yeah. telling us about 66 Miles. What's what's this? Yeah, so every February I participate in what's called Rally for the Y. So these are uh, stationary bikes. They're kind of like a Peloton type bike, and um, it's a fundraiser for Ys all over the world, actually. And so I do the one here locally, and so we have been world champions twice now. Whoa. We're trying to defend our title, so uh, I go in and try to ride as much as I can every day. So Today, I got in 66 miles. Wow. Wait, so uh, so is this the one with the little game? This is a, this is going to be an inside story with me and Toby. Is this the one that we played with the yeah, little game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot you've been on that bike. Yeah, yeah. I've been on that bike. Yeah, so I... <laughs> it crushed Yeah, so me. you have your choice of... Yeah, you, you have your choice of doing the games or doing uh, trails uh, that are set up, set up to different uh, degrees of difficulty. So... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Same. The oh, same. That, yeah. It's this That's little cool. bike. So, so you're riding it. And what I didn't know is that when you're riding it, like you have like this little, we were playing on a yard. And so it's this little yard, yeah. like almost somebody's yard and you're riding this little bike around. Yeah. And, but when you go uphill, you feel like you're going uphill on the bike, like the bike, me- Mo- like the mechanics it of it moves up. Yeah. It shifts up. <laughs> and then when you're going down a hill, it goes faster and like all this stuff and you're collecting these coins or whatever. It's super sweet. <laughs> but I do want to point out, I went yep. with Toby. I went with Toby. I was a guest. Uh, he got me in his guest pass and I'm sitting there and I'm competitive. And so I, I'm looking over and I don't know if Toby notices, but I'm peeking over his score as he's playing this game. And let's just say at the end, he's motivating me without motivating me. Like I'm watching his score. <laughs> and at the end, I think, and I don't want to, I don't want to say it too low, but I'm pretty sure I had 70,000 and I think that you had 140. Does that sound right? Did you double me? <laughs> Well, yeah, keep in mind, I've ridden that track, right. like, you know, 2,000 times. So. He crushed me, though. I know where the stuff is, yeah. so, I, I, you know, a little insider, uh, you know, intel there doesn't hurt. Right, yeah, yeah. Wow. It so, was, uh, how long does it take you to go 66 miles? Uh, let's see, I rode, I rode probably three total. I rode an hour this morning and then uh, put two in this afternoon. Wow. So wow. You- 66 miles in five hours that's yeah crazy wow that sounds it sounds fast to me but maybe it's not i don't know i never rode bike before uh yeah and i again i ride a lot so um so yeah it's uh it um you know i certainly didn't start there many years ago i actually started to get into this act quite accidentally but um Hmm. now it's become a thing and my wife's pretty much a widow during the month of February. <laughs> <laughs> so this is like the month of February is when it comes to a head then? Is this like the final or is it, it just is, February? Yeah. Okay. All the uh, 
all the month of February. So the, the company that owns the bikes uh, give, gives your wide 10 cents a mile per person and then people can sponsor you. So, uh, yeah, again, last year we were number one in the world because we're re- competing against other wise across the world, that's so uh, cool. both that- in miles ridden and money raised. So, yeah, that is so oh, cool. that's awesome. I'm so Toby, I'm so close to signing up to to get a membership at the Y. I'm so, I'm con- I've okay. been contemplating it for weeks, and I just want to pull the trigger. I've been talking to Cheryl; she's telling me to do it, and I'm like, <laughs> I, I anyway. Yeah, that's a little bit off well, topic. You know, but the, go ahead. As the village people say, it's fun to stay at the YMCA. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Let's talk a little bit about, um, I mean, you could feel free to take this wherever you want. We're bringing you on to talk cheese. Yeah. Obviously, we want to talk about the Super Bowl and what your prediction is, how you're feeling going into the Super yeah. Bowl. You can feel free to comment on the AFC Championship if you want. We talked about it a little bit, but um, feel free to, to give us your thoughts here. Yeah. So, you know, I, I come by it honestly. I'm actually from that area. I'm from south of Kansas City. So, mm-hmm. uh, so I grew up there. Wagoner. And mm-hmm. so, uh, that's true. Yeah, so I'm actually old enough. Uh, so the Chiefs were in Super Bowl one, but I, I really don't have any recollection of that. But Super Bowl four, I do remember wow. as a kid, and that was uh, names that I don't know if they mean anything. Lynn Dawson, I think people know. Jan Stenerud, Bobby Bell, Otis Taylor, those guys. Okay, I know two of them. Um, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> they were uh, they were a pretty awesome group um, in those days. And then, you know, historically, some ups and downs, but we've also had some very good teams over the years that would Mm -hmm. historically lose in the first round of the playoffs. So Mm -hmm. I I think, you know, this iteration, uh, well, let's just say this. There's one of my old uh, old bosses when we first, when Andy Reid was first announced as the Chiefs uh, coach, of course, he's an Eagles fan, he just said, "Hey, congratulations! He's going to break your heart." Uh-huh. <laughs> so, <laughs> his prediction was, "Yeah, he'll get you close, but you'll never get there." So, yeah, so, uh, yeah. but it's uh, it, it's been fun. It's been a fun run, and uh, you can it, it doesn't hurt to have Patrick Mahomes as your as your quarterback. Mm-hmm. But um, I I think what kind of gets lost in all this too, maybe is um, I think the Chiefs do a really good job with their draft picks and their trades. So if you remember in the Tyreek Hill deal, so he's, you know, they had to make a choice. And, and I, I think Kelsey was the right choice. They, they you know, just couldn't, couldn't do the payday for Tyreek Hill. But they came a load out of that with a load of draft picks. I think they had eight. And they hit on most of them. So... Carl Loftus, uh, yeah. Pacheco, mm-hmm. and some of these uh, young guys yeah. uh, that came came through game. You got a great time, cornerback, so. uh, McDuffie. He's great as well. Yeah, Trent McDuffie. Yeah. Yeah. So, I and you know the the, the Travis Kelsey trade, however many years ago, and um, Orlando Brown. Some of those things, like w- when they make yep. the deals, they seem to make the right deal. So, um it's not all Patrick Mahomes and, you know, especially when he's hobbled up. Um, so it's a great, front uh, office. yeah. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, you know, whoever they plug in at running back seems to work. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, 
so yeah, I think I think it's I think it's a well-run organization, and um, and, and you know they they kind of built it to last. So uh, you know it, it's 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 fun. It's it's been a fun run, and um, I, I was telling Sean like I think we'll see Joe Burrows at the championship uh, AFC championship for many years, many years to come. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, some other great young teams out there too, so they might have something to say about it. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah, so it's uh, I don't, the drawback for me being in Pennsylvania is that I don't you know not all of the Chiefs games are televised. It, when you know when they're when they're doing well, I have a better shot mm-hmm. of seeing them. Um, I have a, I'm one of seven kids. I have three brothers, and we we all zoom at the same time of the game. So um, oh, that's we're fun. all watching a game. Separately. That's yeah, it's awesome. a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. So, so uh, sometimes. So what yeah, happens? Yeah, what happens whenever? Uh, is there ever a somebody that is ahead, like a play ahead, when you're watching <laughs> the game? Like, yeah. somebody's cheering. You're like, wait, wait, wait! Don't t- don't say anything. <laughs> yes, that that I was getting ready to go there exactly. So yeah, <laughs> uh, that does happen. Um, We'll get that. And one time, I, it was uh, wasn't that wasn't the Bengals game. It was a game before where uh, the Chiefs were tight. Which that that is the thing about being a Chiefs fan is like you can never stop watching until the last play. Yeah, I don't <laughs> care who they're playing. Yeah. It's just like, can we just like rest? Yeah, you guys almost play. lost to the Texans once this year. Like crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then they messed around and lost to the Colts. I'm like, oh, what that's is right. that all about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They don't even have a coach. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, uh, one, one time uh, my uh, my brother that lives in Kansas City, um, he accidentally threw his hands up, like, signaling a <laughs> field goal. <laughs> uh. so I'm like, well, I don't need to. The drama's out of that now. I know what happened. That's <laughs> yep. okay. Yeah. I'd rather have that than him, uh, you know, saying it's no good. So, it, you know, if it's good news, hey, bring it on. I'm all right. Right. Yep. Yep. For sure. But yeah. yeah so, so, so regarding, let, let's jump to the Super Bowl real quick. Um, yeah. How heading into the Super Bowl, are if you could sum up, like, would you be more on the worried side? Are you confident? Are you kind of in the middle? W- which way would you lean? Well, I'm strangely confident, and I I say that because I really think the X factor is Andy Reid. And if you think about it, this is the Andy Reid Bowl, though he's not you know not quite mm-hmm. quite like when John Gruden was coaching two teams that he had just coached. Sure, yeah, or you know, was in there against uh, his old team. Um, but you know, and his tree goes wide for one thing anymore. But. Um, yeah, I think he's the X factor. I just, I just think he knows how to game plan. And, um, yeah, you know, I heard, it, you know, uh, pretty much coming up to the Bengals game that uh, the Chiefs don't have a chance. The Chiefs don't have a chance, mm-hmm. uh, you know, particularly with Patrick uh, being uh, sidelined. I call him Patrick because, you know, we're close. Yeah, right. But, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah being, being hobbled up. And then there was a rumor that Kelsey's back had tightened up on him. But yeah. I think – they had an excellent plan. I think the defense uh, stepped up. They they made life hard for for Joe Burrows there yep. a good deal of the game, and so I just think it's what what Andy Reid does well. 
And I, I'm not, I, I, I have to admit, I have not really even seen a whole Eagles game. So I know they're darn good or they wouldn't be here. And I think they've been mm-hmm. darn good all year on both sides of the ball. So I, I'm not, I'm not predicting, uh, you know, a runaway or it's going to be easy. Um, but yeah, that, that's been my feeling anyway, for whatever that's worth. Yeah. I, I think it's interesting because what I was thinking about with this Super Bowl is it feels eerily similar, especially the defense of this Eagles feels eerily mm-hmm. similar to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense that like yeah. kind of obliterated the Chiefs a few years ago. Now that was a Patrick Mahomes that is not the Patrick Mahomes that we right. have today. He's much more developed yeah. and everything now. But it just reminds me a lot of it. So this is almost like a redemption tour for Patty Mahomes to come in, you know, th- this defense, especially the front, is ruthless. I mm-hmm. mean, they have the most sacks in a year since 85, 85 Bears. 85 Bears. They and were like, so, they were three sacks off. Yeah. And so this this yeah. defense can get after it, similar to that Buccaneers defense, and so, or better than the Buccaneers yeah. defense. And so that, that, but, but I agree with you that to me, I see that the, Eagles are better almost across the board in every position outside of quarterback, which and and tight end and tight end, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah and tight end. But quarterback yeah. is the big oh, one for I sure, think absolutely. That's the one that could, yep. could draw it. So, I would I would agree that. Well, yeah, that uh, the yeah, that Patrick Mahomes. I mean, he's the best player on the on the field. Mm-hmm. Um, and as, as a quarterback, always having the ball in your hand. I mean, that's that's scary. Yeah. Um, so I think, uh, like Sean said, every position across the board, I believe the Eagles are favored except the quarterback, and that is the most important position. Right. So, Yes. And the distinction I would draw between uh, this and the Buccaneers uh, game is, uh, if, if, you, if you remember, the Chiefs had some very key injuries to their O-line uh, during that game. And it's not an excuse. I think Tampa Bay would have won anyway. But they were, you know, they were down to third string at one of the positions, mm. and they and they got after him, and and it worked. I don't remember. Um, that. Yeah, okay. I'm, yeah, my my biggest concern with the Chiefs is always um, the secondary. Mm. Um, so you know, I, I know you guys got some great weapons, yep. um, Brandon. So uh, yeah, I mean they're young. There are a lot of rookies out there, and. Uh, Again, the the, uh, the hardest thing about being a Chiefs fan is the bend but don't break approach to yeah. Chiefs fans. It's mm. like maddening, absolutely yep. maddening. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> at the end of the day, I got to remember Andy Reid knows how to win football games. But golly, I just like can't you just do that up front? Yeah, and then we not have to worry about it at the end. But, yeah, uh, what do I know? <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I think the way the Eagles play, uh, I think they're going to come out and go after your corners. Um, that was kind of their approach with the 49ers. That's what they wanted to do was come out and throw the ball because their their weakness was their corners. Everything else was pretty solid. Um, so my yes. guess is they're going to do that is do the same thing. But I mean, I I lean toward going after the run game, continuing to run run the ball because of how dominant the offensive line is of the Eagles. Um, no one is really quote-unquote challenged the offensive line because of how good we've been mm-hmm. um even yeah. the Niners like the Niners didn't really challenge our offensive line I mean they made Hurts like probably get the ball out quicker which mm-hmm. is something that they you're supposed to do but I don't know I think running the ball is I think the way to go for for this game yeah. keep Patty Mahomes on the bench and just continue to get those yeah. 
those yards, get the first downs, and tire out that offense or that defensive line. Right. Well, I think it'll be a fun game, and I, I'm a Big 12 guy too because of growing up in that area. So it's nice to see two big two Big 12 quarterbacks mm-hmm. in there uh, going at it. But uh, and the Kelsey brothers, I mean, they got a lot of fun lines. The funnest thing for me is my one of my grandsons is always already trash talking. So uh, that's right. That'll be the funnest part. For me. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so before we let you go, one more quick question. Um, I know you're a Spurs fan. The Spurs are yeah. not quite as – well, actually, I don't know. I haven't really shifted to a basketball mindset. I don't know where the Spurs are in the crowd yeah, West yeah. right now. But I know that you had your heyday here for the past 20, 25 years. What, fundamental. what are you yeah. looking forward to slash, you know, what, what, what is it like being a Spurs fan now – compared to what it's been for the past 25 years? Well, I mean, I've told you my theory that the, the, that franchise really pivoted over the uh, the wrong direction over the Kawhi Leonard thing. Because um, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. at that point, when he was still there, they were they were a force. And they were going to yeah. be in the conversation every year. They they came out on the wrong end of that deal, and it didn't hurt. It didn't help that he won a championship the following year with another team. But yeah. it seems yeah. like they've never uh, bounced back from that. Yeah. I know Greg Papa is a is a very good coach, and again, he's uh, you know he's he's probably one of the best of all, all time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if he's a big fan of the way the game's gone. In fact, I think there was something in a press conference where he suggested putting in a four-point and five-point line, uh, <laughs> quite sarcastic. Yeah, <laughs> I love him. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but I, I don't know. It just seems like you know. I don't know if it's fair to say the games passed him by. Um, mm. I don't know. I just like I look and I'm just like, yeah. There's just seems so little to grab onto. And then, um, you know, I think Dallas is probably the, the team in that division anymore. That seems like they're going to be around for a while, especially with their, their deal they made today, yeah. I guess. Right. Kyrie. Irving. Yep. Yeah. Yesterday, yep. Yep. So what are the Spurs, a team that would trade for players? Cause I don't feel like, I feel like they're they, a team that brings people up from the draft and whatnot. Do they go out and get players? Well, yeah, I mean they've they've tried some things and some of them worked and some of them did. But you, yeah, again they were a team. Uh, their their eye for talent in the draft was awesome. I mean, if you think of all those guys that they, you, you know, uh, besides the obvious of David Robinson and and Tim Duncan, but mm-hmm. Mono Ginobili, t- uh, Tony Parker, uh, um, like, even Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard. You know, they saw something that other people passed on. Um, and they just kind of seemed to find that the Spurs guys, uh, they tried, um, well, they brought Robert Orion and that, that worked well for them, mm-hmm. uh, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, Marcus Aldridge thing, you know, they traded for him that it, it went okay. And he, yeah, they tried that and, you know, good player. I tried Hito Turkaloo in the past, uh, Richard Jefferson. So, um, hmm. Yeah, a lot of, but then you have to look at a lot of like they would get players like Boris Diaw and and um, mm-hmm. and other uh, Malik Rose and those guys that that worked out just great for them. So yeah, they, it's not. I don't think they were afraid to trade. They got Pau Gasol at one point. So yeah, that's right. Uh, just you know finding that right formula in any professional sports or college, I think it's just extremely hard to repeat. 
and, and keep things going just because of so much parity. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not real hopeful to see any anything out of them for a while. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. All right, uh, we've got one final question for you. Who wins the Super Bowl? Sure. Well, I, I think I already tipped my hand there. It's, uh, I'm going to say the Chiefs by, uh, let's see, how many points are we going to go? I'm going to say it's a it's a 27-24 game. All right. Okay. I like that. Yeah. All right. And so, uh, and I loved hearing about what you're doing with the Y. Um, that's super cool. You mentioned real quick that people can sponsor you. Mm-hmm. Is that something that you yeah. could share here? And if the listeners wanted to sponsor you, they could do it. Do you have like a website or something that they could go to? Um, uh, yeah, until I was asked. Sure. Okay. Uh, <laughs> It's uh, it's 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 called Rally for the Y, and uh, it's Toby B U R R I S. Um, you know, and it's uh, pretty. It's just you know, like most of those things, you can pledge a flat amount or uh, per mile. Probably don't do the per miles with me. I'm gonna try to go for a lot of. <laughs> he's a, but, yeah, he's a tank. Yeah. Well, that's- but yeah, it's, it's a good and it it makes a difference. I mean, it it actually Im- you see that money impacting kids. Uh, directly because all that is going right right to the Lebanon Valley YMCA. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, and they have a lot of, like, that's a cool thing. YMCAs, I didn't know, like, I was holding the YMCA and I thought it was like a rec center or whatever, and it is, but they're doing a lot of really cool stuff there. Like, I looked it up and it's like, they're doing a lot of youth, youth, um, you know, development programs and, and, I mean, even not before youth, you know, like elementary school age, right? And, and and even more than that with these outreaches and whatnot is that is that right? Yes. Yeah. There's a there's a, that whole old train station is a is a youth center and uh, yeah they're very very active and uh, very intentional and it's a it's a hive of activity if you're ever over there and they and they take pride in their equipment yeah and you know mm. some some of why you can go into are a little bit run down this this is nothing like that yeah for sure yeah I can. Can definitely attest to that. Well, thanks. We'll we'll go back and we'll get that link, uh, the one that you said. We'll find it and we'll uh, link it in okay. the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, so if anybody wanted to give, go to the show notes and you can uh, give towards Toby or, or sponsor him. I dare you to sponsor him by the mile. He'll take all your money. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, just one last thing, yeah. uh, Brandon. Sean and I had a deal during the AFC Championship. Whoever won, we'd still love each other. So still same same thing with you. For the Super Bowl? Deal. <laughs> All right, deal. Come on, you're a Philly fan. You're supposed to say, heck no. <laughs> Can't do that. Nope. Can't do that. That's awesome. All right. I still, I still love you, Toby, for sure. Yeah, thanks, man. All right. Thanks for jumping on. Appreciate thanks, you. Thanks, Toby. All right. Have a great night. Yeah. All right, so we got another special guest. We have my dad. Hello, dad. Hey, Brandon. How you doing? <laughs> Good. How are you? <laughs> Anthony Hi, Meyer. Anthony Meyer. Yeah, hey, Anthony. Y'all, y'all can call him dad. Yeah, yeah we can call him. <laughs> That's right. Uh, um, so our team made the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, what do you, yes, what do you they got? did. What is your chant? Like, is it go bird? Like, the Bengals are who day? Like, what's the <laughs> Eagles? Is it? Now it's a Philly thing. A Philly thing? I don't know. Oh, that, that's the new. Thing. That's the new. Uh, this year's like on all of our shirts. It says it's a Philly thing. 
Mm. So yeah. I like that. I thought I, I say cool. go birds. So go so birds. right now I've checked into. I'm an Eagles fan now. For for the next week, I'm an Eagles fan. I hope that's okay. Oh, I was a Bengals fan <laughs> okay. whenever they were playing for the Rams. So, <laughs> well, so because it's okay I mean, to be a bandwagon now. <laughs> we went to Costco. We went to Costco on Thursday last week, and I walked past a guy that had an Eagles hat on, and I just yell quick go birds and he's like always and like fist bumps up in the air and i'm like dude this is so much fun like <laughs> are you sure you just want to come over yeah maybe why not <laughs> maybe they'll be my <laughs> nfc team now anyway so it's why just not your team anyway um so yeah what was your uh yeah. like when what was your feeling whenever like the clocks hit zero we beat the niners what was like how'd you feel well i mean the clock tick zero was just kind of like the end of the game, you know. I mean, before that, with the with the with the score, we already we already seen it coming that uh, it looked like we were gonna, we were going to win. But you know, it was that last last minute or two. You started to see the guys on the sideline starting to fist bump and get all smiles, and it's like once we got the ball back, it's like okay, you know, now we know for a fact it's you know. We got it, and uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, I think it's a different feeling if it comes down to a last-second field goal. But uh, whenever, you know, when the score is like two or three touchdowns and you're coming, you kind of you, you kind of work into it a little bit gentler as yeah. at, the, at the end of the game if it's like, okay, last minute, you know, your emotions are building. It could go either way sort of thing. Yeah. I still have that feeling of an Eagle fan of anything can happen. So mm -hmm. also being up 31, seven, I was like, dang, <laughs> we could still lose this game. Even though they're two starting, their two yeah. quarterbacks are out and everything. Yeah. And we're the Eagles. I'd I, I'm like, man, I'd shot you a text like probably midway through the third quarter or something. And I said, like, you guys are going to the Super I said, Bowl. See you in or you said something about, uh, something about being in Arizona. Yeah. And you were like, not, not quite yet or like, something like I, that. I was like, I can't cheer yet. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. And again, like, dude, like the, come the, on. <laughs> yeah. no, no, but no. Yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. Like then you, you start seeing the people get, you know, get happy and whatnot. But then I think what gets me and what I enjoy the most is Jalen hurts and like the whole, I'm not satisfied. Yeah. Like the Mamba mentality, yeah. like one more, like this means like, "Quote unquote nothing." Well, until you win the win the whole thing. Yeah, you know, and he wasn't jumping up and down either. Nope, he was you know, yelling he one more, his, one he more. Had, <laughs> he had his winter coat on, you know, and he was just kind of strolling out onto the field. You know, things were starting to get a little chippy out there at the end of the game, and uh, you know, with those penalties and emotions were gone, and you know, I was I was wondering whether he was feeling a hundred percent or not, and I don't know that he was, but uh, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I mean, he had said before, uh, you know, just like in his college days, it, an undefeated season or doesn't matter. It's mm -hmm. the last game. It's it's that last game that yep. that you want. And they, uh, they won't remember yeah. anything. Correct. I the think you've even said that. Yeah. yeah, that's what you you had said that. Yeah, he said that day. whenever we were up um, when we were eight and zero. He's like eight no. I've seen eight no before. I've been undefeated. Yep. It means nothing. Like unless yeah. you win that Man. last one. How much that it just makes you love your yeah. quarterback even more. Oh, mm -hmm. young dude. Like oh, I. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's he's gonna be around for a long time. He is. He's getting. Yeah. 
he's going to get mad bucks. Yep. So. He is really uh, he is really taking the next step since from last year. Yeah. And putting him up there with the top quarterbacks. And, yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's cool. Yeah. yeah. But it's just where where yeah. our team has gone, like going from literally. I mean, you can go back like the Chip Kelly days of the whole team giving up or uh, Jeffrey Lurie giving up um, power to giving it all to Chip Kelly and making Howie Roseman. He didn't fire Howie Roseman. He just basically gave him a backseat and almost said, why? I don't know what, why, what else, what other job he had there because Chip Kelly was pretty much running the whole thing. And then he blew the whole thing to smithereens. Yeah. Yep. Then Jeffrey Lurie was like, all right, Howie, go ahead. And then in five years, like, or I guess six years, you hire oh. Doug Peterson. In his second yeah. year, he makes the Super Bowl and wins it. Then it didn't go really well with, you know, the whole Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz thing. And now they kept yeah. Jalen Hurts, got Nick Sirianni. And now this is Sirianni's second year. Second year, that is. Right. Uh, yep. You guys right. should just fire Sirianni now. <laughs> After he wins the Super Bowl, <laughs> and then in two years, your next coach will ah. win his second year. But I don't know. Did you hear what yeah. um, the cornerback for the Giants said? Some uh, yeah. I forgot his name. Something love. Basically, he said anybody can coach this team. Ooh. Yep, yeah, he, he, came out. he wasn't giving Sirianni much credit. No, nah, he's just salty that he lost three times to the Eagles this season. <laughs> yeah. Two blowouts. Yeah, like come on. I mean. <laughs> Yes, we have a really you good know, roster. I understand that, but like, you yeah. need to have a head coach to do. Yep. There's something like he brought the team from a nine and eight record. Like we, no, we didn't even make the playoffs. I think the first year. Then he came in. We made the playoffs with a team that we all said it was rebuilding, and we lost. I mean, we got blown up by the Tampa Bay Bucks. Yep. You just get better. Yeah. Like, what else is he supposed to do? I mean, Howie Roseman kept giving us good players. And he just developed, like, yeah. I think the big thing here, and Anthony, I'm sure you heard me maybe on the podcast, but I was pretty critical of Jalen Hurts just 12 months ago. And so yeah. when, when he lost in the playoff, he was, he did not look good. He was he did not look like an NFL quarterback to me. He was mm-hmm. off timing. He was terribly inaccurate, all of it. And so now you have Sirianni, who, yeah, he was the coach last year, but the fact that you're able to take a guy, it's not just A.J. Brown. Everybody's saying it's A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown, A.J. Brown. It can't just be that. Like, it's more than that. And the coach figured him out. Jalen Hurts looks like, like you said, Anthony, he looks like one of the best quarterbacks in football. He's not just a pro bowler. He's one of the top three quarterbacks this year in the league. Mm -hmm. And that's an incredible job by Sirianni, in my opinion. Yeah, and if if Hurts wouldn't have got hurt, I think he could have been the MVP. Right. Yep. Um, I mean, I don't know where he'll rank. I guess we'll find out what uh, what this Thursday night. I think they give the, those awards out. Yeah, actually, is it? Okay. Before, I think you're right. Before the Super Bowl, they give out the awards for the year and whatnot. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I know everybody is is looking more at Mahomes. You know, he has more. But you know what? When when Hertz wasn't in there. Our team didn't look very good. Right, that's true. You know, we we, we lost those games, and uh, and then he came back in, and just his presence just gives the rest of the team confidence. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, he doesn't even have to do much. Yeah. Just being the leader, just being the leader. So. Yeah, he threw for 150 yards and didn't have oh, a yeah. great game on Sunday. Yet nope. they still dominated. So. Yeah. Oh. 
Yeah, and that and that's where it's not just a quarterback. Man, you're talking our defense. You know, I mean, our our defense rocked mm-hmm. on on Sunday, and uh, you know, and then our, our receivers and and whatnot. And it's definitely it's a team deal. Right, it's a team deal. Yep. And, uh, the other thing, but I but it's fun. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, I just you know, it's just fun to be able to, um, you know, once you lose. Nobody hears about you. Mm. And now these last two weeks, they're all talking about your team. Yeah, it's true. Except there's one team that they always bring up, like you said the other night, the Cowboys. For some reason, the Cowboys, you had enough. I'm tired. (laughs) I know it. I'm tired of hearing about the Cowboys. (laughs) I think because listening listening to Greeny, there's a couple Cowboy fans on his his roster of of voices there. Uh And... uh, Oh, well, what did what did Greeny what did Greeny say? He hoped the Cowboys would win because people tune in to listen to Cowboy talk. Yeah, and uh, it's like, you know, <laughs> I agree. Let's talk about somebody else. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I listen to Greeny fairly often, like get up and all that stuff. And every, almost yeah. every episode, he starts with, "And what does the D in, in Dallas stand for? It stands for something." And I'm like. <laughs> Dude, like, get a new line, man. Like, figure something else out. Talk about something else. Nobody well, cares about the Cowboys. Jerry Jones came out and was saying that the Eagles, like, yeah, put it all in this year. They're like, their their team that you know them and the the Rams are the ones that are going and putting out all their money to go and get these stars to win now. They're now. He's like, but we want to kind of look long term. And you're like, how long are you going here? It's yeah. been thirty years since yeah. you guys have made like. A championship game. Yeah, right. You guys are. How long is your long term? Right. Like, if you, he's like, maybe we should. Uh, anyway, I don't really care. They can keep on trying their long term deals, and they're not getting anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look at our team, like, we still have two first round draft picks coming up. Yeah. Like, oh. I understand. Like, the thing we're going to struggle next year is our defense. We're going to be losing potentially a lot of players, but we also can bring people back. Mm-hmm. Like. They're getting older. Like, I hope we go back. I hope we get C.J. Gardner-Johnson. I hope we sign him back. I wouldn't mind bringing back James Bradbury. Like, but I know the guys up front are probably yeah. going to end up. Some of them are going to leave in. Fletcher Cox is on a one-year deal. Sweat. Brandon Graham's gone. We need to re-sign Sweat. Mm-hmm. We still have Reddick. Like, I hope Jason Kelsey, is he coming back? He's on his one-year deal. So he's he has think. he said he hasn't decided yet if he's retiring or not after this year. Um, but he said the Super Bowl is not going to determine it. Whatever that means. Oh, but he—that can't be true. That's though. what he's—he's he's like the Super Bowl <laughs> has not determined whether he's coming back or not the next year. But he's literally you the best—he's the best center in the league. How can you leave on the top? I don't like yeah. that. Man, that's just me being selfish because I want him to stay because he's really good. But anyway. well, you know what? If you could say, if you could tell, sit your whole football team down and say, okay, guys. We're going to make it that every single one of you can come back again next year. Would you be willing to come back? Bring the same team back again to make another run. You know, that, that would be that would be interesting. Yeah, but you now you're having to pay Jalen Hurts. It's really it's well, like he's on his rookie deal. I, I know. Like it's going to be really hard to bring him back. Or bring out, bring just back a, all the players. It's just a yeah, because it, pass rushers are huge right now in the free agent market, yeah. and so in the NFL, and so they get paid mega bucks. And mm-hmm. so when you guys got four guys and what 
three of them are up for contracts this year. Two of them. Uh, Graham is Graham up for a contract? Graham. He Graham, Sweat, and Fletcher Cox are all up for a contract this year. And then you have Hargrave. Oh, Hargrave too. Oh yeah, Har- uh, maybe Fletcher Cox didn't get the double digits then. He didn't. He did not get. He got eight. Okay. So and then Hassan Reddick obviously is there. So like all of these guys that are legitimate contenders are getting ten plus sacks in a year. They're gonna get ten plus million anywhere they go. And so yep. the Eagles can't pay them all that. And so you'd have to have everybody yeah. take a pay cut. But like I think what you're saying is that you if would. you're if you're able to go to Jason Kelsey and say, hey, we're gonna get the squad back together. Everybody's agreed to it. All we need is you. There's no way Jason Come Kelsey's on. saying no to that. <laughs> There's no way. Nope. They have too much fun, man. Yeah. Oh, that's what that's what it feels like. It feels like this team's having fun. Yeah. But so. you can't tell me yeah. I, I have a, I have a brother. There's no way I'm losing in the Super Bowl to my brother and then retiring. There's not a chance. <laughs> and so I, when he says the Super Bowl is not going to determine it, if you lose to Travis, you're Dude, coming back, man. Like, but what you what you can guarantee after this Super Bowl is a great Kelsey speech. Mm-hmm. Like, oh yeah, no matter what, no matter what. But what? So, Dad, looking forward to what Sunday? Yeah. What what do you how you feeling? You feeling confident or you not feeling confident? You feeling antsy? What's uh? How yeah, you feeling? no, I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty confident. Um, you know, sometimes I gotta I think well, you know, with with that game with that AFC game that ended how it ended so close and it could have went into overtime. We could have been we could be playing the Bengals, and you know it was just. That, that down to the wire. Yeah. And then you look at the quarterbacks. I mean, you know, Mahomes did what he needed to do to win that game. And regardless of, of everything, and, uh, you know, there's just, I mean, from what I've been hearing, most people, most people are picking the Eagles. And some are picking them by one or two touchdowns. Their favorite. And, uh, yeah, Vegas has them as the as the favorite to win the game. Um, I can see them being a favorite, but by a touchdown or two. Mm. I, I think mean, they're I favorite by Vegas. like two and a half points. I mean, there was somebody on uh, one of the Get Up or Greenies the other day that was was one of them thought it, they could be win by like seven or fourteen points. Wow, I, mm. I don't know who it was, but you know you don't you can't you can't go in listening to Vegas or go in listening to what people think because one play can make the difference. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We can talk all we want here, yeah. like, but it doesn't mean nothing until it starts. Yeah. And I think, yeah. yeah, it's one of those things where I don't know. I think we mentioned it before, but I think the Eagles have the best roster out of the two teams. The best only, roster in football. Best so. roster in football. I, the, the only team yeah. That the only position that's better is Pat Mahomes and Travis Kelsey, but that connection is just insane. Yep. Like there's no well, other connection like that. Um, you, you're right. But I think honestly, the X factor in this game is probably um, Devonte Smith. I think everybody's going to be looking at AJ Brown, and and he can do crazy things, but so can Devonte Smith. Like I keep, oh yeah, watching his highlights and seeing him like progress as a number two, like he's a number one on somebody's team. Yeah. And he is amazing. His hands are like glue. 
Mm-hmm. Like so, I think I think Devonte Smith is the X factor, in my opinion, in this game. Um, yeah. Actually, well, not, I'll tell you not, what. I mean, Jalen Hurts is actually the X factor in the game. I should be honest. If his if his shoulders are right, I think we get this game in the bag. Yeah, if he can run, if he can do his Jalen Hurts, you know, if he can play like Jalen Hurts played at the beginning of the season, running and and doing that. We we shouldn't have a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, How, when was the last time that we've actually talked like this? Ah, winning a game, not a problem for the Eagles. <laughs> Man, Super Bowl. going into it, always having like going, being scared, and anything you do because but, you never know what's going to happen. Yeah. But I think, but I That's, think that right there is the Jalen Hurts effect on your team. Yeah. Somebody coming in with confidence, yeah. even keel, like literally, you have your whole team celebrating on the sideline. The, the wide receivers are happy and you just see him staring and still being focused on the next drive. Like yeah. you don't, you right. don't get that. There's only a couple quarterbacks. I would put like him and Joe Burrow are pit players that like are just super even keel and mm-hmm. don't, yeah, I mean, don't really. talent wise. I wouldn't put him yet to Joe Burrow, but um, yeah, it depends on, I guess the perspective how? you're looking at him because Jalen hurts is incredibly talented. Yeah. In a different way than Burrow is, but but I would agree. I wouldn't put Hurts on Burrow's level yet. But he wins the Super Bowl, man. He's he's up there, man. Uh, like again, I, I think everybody's yeah. trying to fight. There seems to be like this internal thing. I don't know what it is, but it's almost like, well, Jalen Hurts doesn't belong in the top three. He doesn't belong in the top two. Surely he can't be the top quarterback. I, th- I league, think it's right? a one year thing, though. Right. I think that's why because that's why people are saying it. Right? It's because of this. It's, he's only done it one year, right? But if he can do it next year, then that's a, that's another story, right? And I think he can. I think he can too. Yeah. I think. I mean, a lot does well, have to do with that offensive line, but yeah. I think he's a yeah. Keeping keeping good people around him, you know, letting uh, Harry Roseman continue to, to do his job, and uh, you know, I think uh, I think it, it it'll be fun. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. You know, when the game when the game starts, you know, if we can, if if uh, if Kansas starts to go up by a touchdown or they go up by two touchdowns, and then it starts to get a little antsy. Yeah, you then you, then you have to throw but it. We we we, we can't. Uh, I like when we go down the field and score first 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 set of downs. Yep. You know, get down there, score, get points on the board, let everybody get relaxed, and say, okay, now now we're done it. Yep, yep. But uh, well, but Hurts, I mean, he's been in national championship games, I believe, and so he knows what pressure is. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. I what? believe. I mean, wasn't he in there with uh, Oklahoma? He would. Uh, I don't think Oklahoma. He was there with Alabama, but th- this is crazy. You were talking about being even keeled. Who did he? Who was the senior before he got drafted? Who was he with? He was with Oklahoma, but before that, he was on Alabama. He was on Alabama, right? And he, but but they went to the national championship game, and then he actually got benched in yep. the national championship game for Tua, and That's he right. was the biggest support man for Tua in that game. Yeah. Like I hope he wins it, all about all that stuff, and then he did, and then Jalen Hurts had to transfer because Tua was so good. And that's what's so yeah. cool to watch about Jalen Hurts now. That's why it's so cool to see this story of him, where he's actually come from, and 
the whole way it's not like oh he's been benched he's been this or whatever and he's sort of like this rah rah pissed off guy no he's gotten benched and then been the biggest support guy for the player that is now playing because he got benched yep and now here right. he is in the Super Bowl. It's a pretty awesome story. It's really hard not to root for Jalen Hurts. Yeah. 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 I mean, I was going to say, look where Jalen Hurts is. And, and I mean, Tua, Tua got hurt this season. So, you know, if he wouldn't have got hurt, you know, Miami Miami could be very competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, if he could have stayed in and, and played his game. Now, I think Hurts is probably better than Tua. But, uh, you know, that mm-hmm. can be debatable. Yeah. yeah, I guess if he would have stayed healthy, I mean, there was a point when Tua was 8-0, <clears throat> I think, in the games he started this year. Uh, or mm-hmm. am I – yeah, maybe not 8-0, maybe it was 6 or 7-0, something like that. He was undefeated for a while mm-hmm. in the games he started, and his numbers looked fairly good too. The thing that's crazy, we talked about this a little bit in the podcast, is how bad he looked after those yeah. concussions where, like, there was a thing sure. when – he threw the three interceptions at the end of that game. He came in the next day on a Monday morning and didn't remember them. He didn't remember throwing yeah. three interceptions yeah. at the end of the game. And so that's how bad it got. And so we, I have no idea what to expect from Tua mm-hmm. in the future, whether or not he's going to play, whether or not he should play. I, I literally yeah. have no idea. Yeah. It's such a tough spot. No. What's, and, what's cool about this game on Sunday, though, is, is there's, so many, <clears throat> there's so many side stories. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got Andy Reid, the first time a coach – is playing against his old team, I believe. Is that right? I don't know. Uh, it could maybe. be. It could be. I don't know. I mean, I think I don't know that there's ever been a coach who is who is coach playing against. in the Super Bowl against his old team. I can't could be right, right now. Yeah. You got the Andy Reid story. You got the the two uh, black quarterback story. Mm-hmm. You got the Kelsey brothers story. There's a lot of stories surrounding this. I mean, there's a lot of history taking place in this game. Yeah. I think it's cool, too, that Andy Reid fired Sirianni when he was in Kansas City, too. Um, you know, and I just read, I just read that. Well, yeah. It was whenever he was in. He didn't te- <laughs> technically, like, play. F- it was whenever he was getting his It was a transition. Yeah, 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 transition. So yeah. he didn't. they didn't actually coach together. Yeah, 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 yeah that's right. But... Sirianni so, still says, "Hey, I, hey, if I have something that's going to put a chip on my shoulder, I'll take it and put it on my shoulder." Yeah. You know, so, well, what was I reading that I thought it said that Sirianni was like a coach with Reed for twelve hours before he gets fired? Yeah, yeah, sounds about right. Yep. No, I don't. What did Sirianni come in and say some stuff that Reed didn't like? No, I think it was just a transition. So Andy Reed got hired as the coach of mm-hmm. the Chiefs came in interviewed all the current staff like this is that's what happens often when a head coach oh, gets hired is they'll bring I in their see. own offensive okay. coordinator own defensive yeah. coordinator all these guys quarterbacks coach all these guys and so Sirianni happened to be there and when the regime with Andy Reid came in he ended up being one of the guys that got cut yep okay that was the 12 hour deal then yeah so it only lasted right that's why it only lasted 12 yeah, hours i don't think it was anything personal or anything it just happened to he ended up being one of the guys that got cut all right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and something else so I, about Howie Roseman um, and putting all of our money into our – or going out and getting our team. Mm-hmm. So the Eagles have 10, 10 of their 11 starting offensive players have been drafted by the Eagles. Yeah. There's only one player that, did wow. not dra- that we did not draft, and that's A.J. Brown. Yeah, that's a great – that's a great like, fact. Wow. Everybody yeah. else was drafted, so – 
so, so much, so much for our right now. Yep, I love that fact. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's uh, so. So Anthony, so Anthony, your official prediction for the Super Bowl. I know it sounds like you're pretty set that the, you're predicting the Eagles to win, but if you could give us a final score, what are you predicting this game finish at? Oh, you know what? I I think. <clears throat> I think it's going to be a high-scoring game just for the offenses that we have. Um, I mean, I would like to see some points scored. You know, I would uh, – I think I'm going to go like 30 to 20. 30 okay. to 20 Eagles. 30 to 20. 30 to 20 Eagles. Okay, two-possession game. Like it. Yeah, it'll be fun watching the game with you. We're trying to get Darren. We're trying to get Darren here. <laughs> trying so yeah. hard. We're trying to get him to get a bus ticket out here. Oh yeah, so you you guys are coming up, Anthony. Great. Yeah, okay. I think you said it was a possibility. I know my, I know my parents moving over that weekend, so yes, Sean coming up. That's awesome. Yeah. Just happened. To, just happened to work out to be the that same weekend. There you go. One of the few in our schedule. But well, maybe if you yeah, it'll be fun. Maybe if the Eagles win, you can burn a few cars or drop a few telephone poles or something with the rest of Philly. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> <laughs> try to cl- try to climb the poles. Yeah, didn't you guys do that last time? The Philly, the Eagles won. They burned oh, yeah. cars and flipped them and all that stuff. That's how we celebrate. I have no idea why. <laughs> I don't know why they do that. Well, <laughs> I love Philadelphia. <laughs> as long as uh, they said they need somebody to go put a Kansas City Chiefs on the Rocky statue. Oh, they already Kansas did that. Lose. They already did that. Did they already do that? Yep. It said, "Let's go Chiefs." <laughs> I'm pretty sure an Eagle fan did it. <laughs> like. Literally, because it happened with the Giants. Yep, it happened with the yeah, the Vikings last or last Super Bowl run. The Viking a Vikings person put a Viking little whatever <coughs> leotard skirt, skirt thing. Yeah, out. and then um, who did we just play? The Niners put a a jersey or some sort on them. So yeah. So yeah, and it's actually probably all, just all Eagle fans just doing that. Yes, yeah. it's <laughs> just not motivation. Actual, motivation, exactly. You have a guy just sneak up there, yeah, put it on, and so just put a chip on your own shoulder. Like, but you can tell this one was fake because it was a T-shirt that just said "In marker, let's go Chiefs," a red T-shirt. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> it wasn't yeah. actually a jersey. <laughs> so anyway, but no, yeah, yep, it'll be fun. It is. It'll be fun, exciting. I'm, I'm anxious to kind of hear. You know, now that they're all out there in Arizona, you know, that uh, interviews, you know, that sort of stuff, it'll be a, it'll be a fun week. Yep. Will this be, Anthony, sorry, this is way off topic. Is this your first time meeting uh, your second grandbaby here this weekend? No. You've met Cohen no, before? No, Christmas. Oh, yeah, Christmas. Cohen was born in the beginning. Oh, wait, right, right, right. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't know why, why does it feel like, I feel like Christmas was like months ago. Feels that way. It almost feels like I mean, April to me right now. I mean, this would be the them. second time. The second time you see him in yeah. person. The first yep. time would have been Christmas. This would be the second time. Yeah. He's already changed a lot. Oh my goodness. He looks just like Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, it's incredible how how like if you could just put a beard on him like <laughs> it looks just like you. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, give him a few years. Yep. What? Just I don't want him to be running around at 10 with a beard. Are you kidding me? No way. <laughs> he doesn't need to hit that puberty yet. <laughs> That's awesome. I don't need to do that. Yeah, we'll go a lot of years. Yeah. But, 
Hey, it was yeah. g- good talking to you. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for uh, allowing me to come in. And uh, hey, go Eagles, man. Oh, yeah. Go Birds. See you, Anthony. Yeah. See you, Dad. All right. Take care, Sean. Thanks, guys. Right, right. See ya. Bye-bye. So it's been a pretty crazy week or so in sports. And so there's just a bunch of headlines here that I just want to quick fly through, get like, like just like really quick, like sort of sh- uh, quick fire shots Yep. Um, here. So obviously let's start with the big one. Tom Brady announces his retirement. This mm-hmm. is now his, what, second time um, <laughs> retiring? Yes, he has... Um more retirements than Aaron Rodgers does Super Bowl rings. So. Ooh. Raiders. I don't not, know what that was, but Raiders not going <laughs> to like that one. Mike Bassinate's not going to like that one. Um, but it is true. Facts are facts. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Tom Brady officially retires. Um, second time um, still feels crazy. Although this one does not feel quite as emotional as it did last mm-hmm. time. Although the video was pretty cool. I respect Tom Brady. Yep. Um, Loved watching him play. It was, it was really an honor watching him play. Um, but uh, Tom Brady, uh, going off of that, Tom Brady announced he did say that it was going to be fall of 2024. He was that. going to start with Fox Sports. And yep. so um, the future of Tom Brady is coming. Uh, I'm so, really So excited. he's taking a year off? He's taking a year off. So he's not going to call. Because technically, he has the right to call the Super Bowl. This year? I believe the Super Bowl is going to be on Fox. Yep. He technically, by contract, he could call the Super Bowl right now. instead. Can you of imagine Wilson. if he just jumped in? He could jump in right now <sighs> if he wanted. Um, because his contract starts the moment he... Signs. It, it's like an right. option to start yeah. the moment he retires. And so he could technically do that if he wanted, but um, he's not going wow. to. And he's not going to do this upcoming year either. He's going to take a full year off. Probably good. Fall of 2024 is when he's going to start. Did you, um, speaking of his retirement, did you hear about the sand? Yeah. This auctioning of the sand? <laughs> it it officially sold. So, if okay. any of those who don't know, Tom Brady retired on a beach in Florida. Mm-hmm. I believe it was in Florida. And there are hotels behind him. You can go watch the video. So, there was somebody that went to where Tom Brady announced his retirement, grabbed sand, and put it in a jar. And he's selling it online <laughs> on ebay and it just sold for ninety nine thousand nine hundred dollars wow the sand that tom brady sat on yeah unbelievable they call it quote unquote the exact spot where he officially retired again this is genius come on that i mean it's genius that dude dumbest thing it is he just stole like come on like why would anybody spend money on sand gen xer get rich quick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh. but um wow that yeah that i did not think last i saw it was like nineteen thousand. so the fact it went for ninety nine thousand, it was a hundred thousand dollars yeah unbelievable mm. um crazy um we got a new head coach in denver sean payton sean um payton. comes to the denver broncos the broncos give up a big bundle yes. for him. Um, so I was pretty surprised by that. But Sean Payton's coming, and he's calling the shots. 
And mm-hmm. so he's he's coming in there. He wants to make a championship team. Um, and I think he can. I I think he can. Maybe not a championship team right away. I should clarify what I'm saying here. I think that they're a playoff contender right away. Um, even as bad as they looked last yeah. year, I think Peyton is good enough to come in and change some things for the better. And that yep. defense is already stout. They got a bunch of weapons returning on offense. This is a playoff yeah. team. They were a Super Bowl contender. Heck, uh, again, <laughs> just seven months ago, eight months ago, we were calling them a Super Bowl contender and possibly winning this division. And so yeah, um, this true. this guy, he, he can fix it. I would think so. There. I mean, first off, I mean, you have to start with Russell Wilson, figure out, like, get back to the basics, move into what he knows. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if Russell Wilson tried to change his stuff with – Hackett being there and Hackett tried to change Russell Wilson. I have no idea. Just gel to your players. Like the coach, I think that's something interesting though that I've also heard for for the Eagles, for Nick Sirianni. Like the, uh, he's gelling his coaching style to the players. Right. Not trying to make the players go to him. Mm-hmm. So I think, I mean, I don't know. I don't know Sean Payton that well. So may, unless he's going to try to He's like, this is my way or the highway. Yeah, do it my way. But his way seemed to work. I think I think it's going to be so. a my way or the highway thing, honestly, because he's going to come in and be like, well, I would coach you guys based on what you guys want if it worked. But you guys sucked <laughs> last year. And so it's Dude, like, he I, does have that. Yeah, though. yeah, he's like, he's like, you got. <laughs> <laughs> he would literally come in and say that. Oh, you want to do this? You did it last year. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> Shut up. Over trade you. Like. Yeah. Is kind of what he'll, I don't know what it seems like. So I'm excited to see how that pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, Brian Flores hired as the defensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings? Yeah. just Really? Mom- well, not moments ago, I should say, but uh, within the hour. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, we uh, wow. got Brian Flores hired going to Minnesota. I like to hire. Yeah. He's a great coach. Yes. Good defensive mind. Um, went to they Pittsburgh last year. Yeah. Minnesota, yeah. they need a defense. Yeah. And they need players, but they also need a defensive-minded guy. Now that they have, what's his name, O'Connell, with the head Kevin, coach? Kevin O'Connell, yep. Now that they have him, offensive mind, yep. get, get yourself a good defensive coordinator. Right, yep. Um, we also have, uh, this one hits him a little bit for me, A.J. Green retiring, um, announcing his retirement there after, mm-hmm. I think, 13 years in the league, um, seven Pro Bowls in those 13 years. Um, heck of a year, or heck of a career for him. And so... Um, yeah, I was hoping awesome. I was hoping that he would uh, he would have done something in Arizona because it sounded like I mean with the team you see the players you're like hmm, this team could actually put, maybe do something. Yeah, but I mean I was but exci- it did nothing. I was excited when he went sad. to Arizona. Yeah. and JJ Watt went there at the same time and they're building a little squad with DeAndre Hopkins. There. Yeah, I think Fitzgerald was still there. Yeah, I'm not sure if he was or maybe still there for his last year. I'm not mm-hmm. quite sure, but but yeah, I was excited to see. Well, will AJ Green go and make a playoff run? Um, I think. If I remember correctly, and again, I've been saying this for the most part of the day, I don't believe that A.J. Green has one playoff win. Um, and so, yeah, um, it's it's unfor- that's the unfortunate part there. So yeah. um, he is, since he entered the league in 2011, he is only, he is one of only five wide receivers to amass more than 10,000 receiving yards. And so only Antonio mm. Brown, Mike Evans, DeAndre Hopkins, and Julio Jones mm. um, did that, that as well. And so um, definitely had an incredible career, um, but I don't know 
uh, I, I just f- it feels a little bit of a letdown. It could have been better. Um, yeah. He was a stud. And he was a great p- football player, and I feel like he he was a class act as well. Um, he came in, he played football, and didn't worry about the noise. Mm-hmm. So I would have liked to see that guy win a Super Bowl or at least win some playoff games or something. But get some some kind of career. Yeah, something like that. So we'll see. So um, I know we talked about this a little bit more. Real, real quick. Is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, I didn't know all that information that you were giving about all his, you know, reaching 10,000 yards or mm-hmm. the, that kind of stuff. But, I mean, when you think about, I mean, I kind of, I don't think so. I mean, he's not one of the names that just ch- jumps off a list mm-hmm. that you're just like, wow, like this guy. Yeah. Again, and I mentioned this before, maybe it's because it was, he, he was in Cincinnati and they yeah. weren't doing anything. Yep to get to the playoffs or like you said didn't win a playoff game for a while yeah and um but i mean i think you i mean i don't know did the lions did calvin johnson have a playoff win no i don't think mm-hmm. so and and neither the, the other part i don't know if he has a playoff win or not but the other person that came to my mind was philip rivers and a lot of people call philip rivers a hall of fame quarterback mm. and statistically if you look at his statistics they're they're right there but yet i don't know that he's had any success in the postseason and so is he a hall of famer you know and so i think aj green brings up a a really good you know and i brought up joe thomas too joe Thomas, obviously there's no statistics there for him but joe thomas is one of the greatest left tackles to ever live yet i don't know that he's ever won a playoff game like you know what i mean like playing with the browns the whole his whole career and so Um, and of course, you know, I think it's it's one thing, but like for Joe Thomas, like he was the best at his position. That's right. Yeah. And that's what I was going to clarify. It's like you can't just compare apples to apples there with yeah. AJ Green and him. Um, there's a difference there. But I'm just saying it brings up that that conversation of, well, if your team doesn't have success, you still make the Hall of Fame. And of course, if you're great enough, like Joe Thomas was, you yep. will. Mm-hmm. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yep. And I don't think J- AJ Green's a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I do think he's a Hall of Famer. Do you for for football is there a length of eligibility like will you always be like so i don't know five years after you retire and it's then your first time eligible your first time eligible mm-hmm. how long i believe you're forever ever yeah because they're throwing guys from the 60s in there still that's true so they, they throw guys from whatever. it's interesting because like baseball they they do it now if you i think who did i forgot who didn't make it was it barry bonds he didn't make it but they cut it off so he's no longer i, I don't eligible. think he's eligible to do it so i didn't know if, if uh if football did it, but that makes sense. It makes sense that the people, these old people that have no idea that they show black and white pictures. Of, yep. Oh, they made the hall of fame. Yeah. I don't think there's an ineligible, you know, phase in, in football, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, but anyway, that, that had happened there as well. And then, um, some big news, talk a little bit of football or basketball here. Um, Kyrie Irving gets shipped to Dallas <laughs> to play a song, uh, play alongside of, uh, Luca. Luka Doncic, um, what are your thoughts on this? I didn't, again, I said this earlier in the podcast, I'm not, I have not shifted yet to basketball yet. And mm-hmm. so this is interesting to me. Um, I saw last week, I think, after LeBron was a big time baby <laughs> about a missed call. It was a missed call. Don't mm-hmm. get me wrong. It was a missed call. But for him to react like that was beyond me. Yeah. Um, I loved Pat Beverly's reaction though, with the camera. That was one of the greatest moments in basketball history for a long time. We're going to be looking back at that for a while. Um, but there's three games that apparently the Lakers lost because of close calls. 
like bad calls at the end of the game. If they okay. would have won all three of those, those calls would have been called and they would have won all three of those games. They're now sitting, yeah, they would be the fourth seed. Yeah. They're currently the 12th seed. Is that right? May, yeah. This is when I heard the stats. So it may have changed over the past week or so, but I believe they're the 12th seed right now. And so we're talking an eight seed difference. Um, and so the reason I share that is because the West is so close mm-hmm. right now. It's a four. So the Lakers are. So they're out of the playoff hunt. They're not even in the play-in right. at the moment. So they're and what's it's a two-game. Right they are second or third to last in the West. So be, uh, but to get to the four seed, they're four games out. So, like, they're really close. Yeah, they're close. Like, like you said, the West is just neck and neck. Right. And so now this is the this is the the big move here. And I was actually listening to inside the NBA, the, the, those guys, greatest, greatest on TV, mm-hmm. um, Shaq, Chuck, Kenny, and, um, and Ernie, yep. they, Ch- Chuck did say like, man, this West is like really tight right now, but I just feel like in the next week, one of these teams are going to make a power move to separate themselves. That's what he said. And hmm. here we are with Dallas and they make the power move. And so it's a very interesting move. I I I like it skill set wise. What I am concerned about though is that Kyrie is a stick of dynamite um, everywhere he goes. And, and I think they're both super ball dominant. Mm-hmm. Especially, I mean, Luca. Like, yeah. But he could use the rest. You know, he could use the like. He's so ball dominant. He's so literally carrying that team. He's not gonna have the numbers he once did. Not with Kyrie yeah. there. Oh, for sure. But he he could at least take a break a little bit where he can yeah. develop still. This guy's still so young. He can develop into a team player as opposed to being like, yeah, put everything on my shoulders. I'm going to take you to a championship, you mm-hmm. know? And so maybe that's, maybe that's the growing pain that he has where he can't get over that hump yet. Yeah. And so maybe it's exactly what he needs. I don't know. The thing that cannot happen is the drama. The drama cannot happen. Um, and quite honestly, I don't think that, Mark Cuban's going to put up with that crap. He's a bit of <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. I like Mark Cuban. Yeah, me too. Yeah, he does He's not the, put up with that stuff. Nope. So that'll be yeah. That that tandem will be really interesting to see how they how they can gel if they can gel. Um, but hey, they're both super good. Yep. I saw somebody post. They I don't know who this was. It was some kind of NBA insider writer. I don't know, mm-hmm. but he said that in his opinion. Kyrie's the best one-on-one player who ever lived. Yeah, I've I've heard this several times from yeah. people. Yeah, and he better than be. Michael, better than Kobe, better than. I've I've blah, heard blah, blah, blah. he's he not necessarily the best. I think the way I've heard it said is he's the most skilled one-on-one okay. player of all time, which that is a legitimate yeah statement because he is just incredibly skilled. Mm-hmm. Now he doesn't have like the thing is, is that Mike Mike Jordan Michael Jordan when he's staring you in the eye he's already beaten you it's a, it, like you know what i mean like literally you're yep. lined up at, you're, you're playing defense against him he has the ball on the wing like he's already beating you yeah and the, just by looking at you Kyrie's not doing that you know Kyrie. and i didn't even watch michael jordan and i know this you know what i mean like i didn't even, i wasn't even alive to watch mm-hmm. him or i was alive but you know what i mean yeah um and so but but Kyrie, he's just so skilled though he was more skilled than mike um, yeah. and, and there's a lot of LeBron's more skilled than Mike, uh, but yet he's not better. That's not my, my, not men- my opinion. Yes. Mentally. Men- yeah, right. <laughs> Scary stuff. Yeah. I would not want to go one-on-one with Michael. No way. 
<laughs> you would though if you had the opportunity, right? If, if you I walk, could, if, if I could go one on one, gym, yeah. Say, Michael, I mean, I would try it. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say no. No, I'm not gonna play one on one, Mike. Heck yeah, I'm gonna yeah. shut you down, Mike. Bring it on. <laughs> Your old sixty year old legs. I'm not letting you take it to the hole. I'd start. Oh, you're saying right now? Yeah. What about even in his prime? You would take. I mean, of course I would. I mean, I'd get destroyed, but. I mean, I would, but even that one I would. miss, I would just quit and be like, I'm done. Look at me. I stopped Mike. Yeah. Yeah. You can't tell me I didn't because yep. you missed. <laughs> You'll never score on me again, Mike. Cause I quit. Oh man. I hope, I hope he listens to this uh, episode and he can come on as a guest. Could you imagine having Michael Jordan on this? Anyway. <laughs> we can dream. Yeah. We would. Someday. One of these days. We'll see. All right, we're going to transition back to the Super Bowl. We'll finish up here. We got a, a couple of randos or brandos yep. that he has. And then we're going to finish up this episode, giving you our official predictions. Are we doing scores? Because I have no idea what I'm doing. Me neither. Yeah, I know who I'm predicting to win, but I, I have actually, I really don't. Do I? I need yeah. to figure it out. <laughs> I'll do this first. How about okay. we do some randos <laughs> or brandos, and I'm going to figure out what my pick is here. All right. I forgot I had to make an official pick here. So these are like Super Bowl edition. So, um, so the Super Bowl is the second highest eating day for America. First highest is July Fourth. Thanksgiving. No Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Oh, yep. I screwed that one. I'm sorry, <laughs> Jose. If you're listening, there's, I screwed that one up, bro. There's eight million pounds of guacamole consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. That's a lot of avocados. That's gross. I don't like guacamole. I'm not a guacamole fan. You don't like guac? Hmm. I don't like avocados. Cheryl Dude, makes, that textures. Cheryl, yeah. Cheryl makes really good guacamole. Really? You should try some, yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, the NFL doesn't pay the band slash artists to perform at the halftime show. Who does? Nobody. It's just... Uh, they uh, just get invited. The Queen Bee herself was not paid. Beyonce. A penny for the Super Bowl performance. After the 2020 halftime show, which was Shakira and J-Lo... Shakira Spotify streams went up 230%. That's where they're getting their money. Mm-hmm. And J-Lo went up 335%. Just on Spotify. Wow. So yeah. everybody is now going. And they're... So Rihanna, it's a halftime show. She's... Watch out for your Spotify. By the way. Counts. Rihanna in the commercial. If you guys are watching football and whatnot, <laughs> when Rihanna shows up... Did I tell you this already? When Rihanna, what she looks like yeah. When she shows up with that hair, you know who she reminds me of? The Grinch. C- Cindy Lou Who. Cindy Lou Who. Yeah, yeah. Wearing the Grinch's green yeah coat. Why? I don't what know. What is the? You're right. The Cindy Lou Who from Whoville. Did you see the the crap that Kyle Kuzma was wearing going into the? Yeah, game he the looked like a pillow. Yeah. He, if, if whoever's listening and doesn't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Kyle Kuzma. Coming into the game, whenever it was. I whatever. saw somebody put a picture of Kyle Kuzma, what he was wearing, and the guy's like, I'm betting the under. I'm betting the under. <laughs> He's not getting 25 points. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It's unreal, the fashion. We, we need to start it's like not a fashion. segment or something. It's yeah. not. What it, like, you can't say that that's fashion. If I wear whatever I want, is it called fashion? I, I guess. It's just bad fashion. I guess. I, I, don't, I don't know. No. But, like, <laughs> he's, on, he's on all these, like, 
runway shows yeah. and stuff. He, he walks runways and stuff. It's so dumb. Uh, he yeah. looks like what I think he actually looks like is like the back headrest on a car. Yeah, that's exactly that's what right. he is. Yeah, he looks like that. Or one of those pillows that fold. <laughs> yeah. Like, that, yep. like, like it's, it's, it's almost like a uh, pillow that turns into a couch or a bed or yep. this. And it like folds up or whatever in all different ways. That's <laughs> what it looks like. But he's wearing it, wearing it around his chest slash halfway over his head. Literally, look well, it up. Yeah, if you don't believe it, us, look it up. It, look it, it's so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, an average of about 120 footballs are used during the Super Bowl. Hmm. So, new football every play? Pretty much. Oops. Yeah. Because there's roughly 60 play. I think average is like 55 to 60 plays per team. Yeah. So, 120. Yep. And the final one. The Eagles and Chiefs have already each won one game in Arizona this year. Hmm. It's the same amount of wins that Arizona has this year. <laughs> wow. So the Eagles beat Arizona in Arizona. The Cardinals beat Arizona or in Chief, Arizona. Chiefs beat Chiefs. Cardinals. Uh, yeah. Yep. And Arizona won once. In Arizona. In Arizona. On wow. their home field. How they so, fell so quickly. Yes. Absolutely. They were the number one seed. Or well, they sorry. were fighting. Yeah, they were the number one seed in the first half of the year last year. Yeah, they were eight zero, right? Yep. At one point, and that's what that's what scared me about the Eagles this year. We went eight zero. I was like, I don't want to turn into the Cardinals. Yeah. Except we have a quarterback that actually has smarts. Yeah, he's not addicted to playing Call of Duty. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you knew it was bad when they put in a. You have to watch film. The film calls. study. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You knew that was bad. But it was so. bad. I don't know how many that was, but that's Randos or Brando. There's a few yep. right there for you. But. Love it. And, um, yeah, so, all right. Super Bowl picks. Yeah. Let's make these picks. Do you know what you're doing? Because I don't know what I'm doing yet. I think so. I okay, mean, go ahead. so everything I've been saying, I mean, I wouldn't say that I'm like extremely confident. Maybe it's because, again, it's the Eagles. We haven't really been. We have a few players that have been there. The Chiefs have been there before. Andy Reid, Pat Mahomes, experience. It's different. You have longer halftime show, mm -hmm. more of a spectacle kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But also at the same time, when we won in 2017, nobody made it to the Super Bowl for us, and we played Tom Brady and we beat them. So it could mean nothing. Um, but I think mm -hmm. with our dominance up front on, a, on the offensive line, I think, and our dominance in the defensive line. Okay, yep. I think we're going to get to Pat Mahomes, and I think it's going to be... Um, I think it's going to be a five-point game. I think we're going to win. I'm not quite... I don't know. Points. Five-point game, you five said? Five-point game. You can do 30, 37. 38, 33. 32, something like that. Um, 38, 33, probably more... Likely, or but I mean, I could do just go with forty-one, thirty-three, and just exactly how the Eagles beat the forty or the Patriots last year, beat them by eight. I'll go with that, forty-one, thirty-three. Beat them by you eight mean beat the, Patriots. beat the Patriots in the Super yeah, Bowl? In Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I think it'll be a high score. I think it'll be a high-scoring game. Um, but I think with our, the dominance of our lines, I think we're gonna keep Pat Mahomes in, as much as we can in check. I think Travis Kelsey could tear us apart. That's what I'm honestly kind of more afraid of. Um, and, but I mean, I think 
I think we're going to be okay. Man, this is such a tough game to pick. Like, I I think that everything on paper points to the Eagles supposed to win in this game. I hate paper. But I do not know that I could see Patrick Mahomes losing this game right now. Like, I just... What does that do really? for his I can't legacy? see Jalen Hurts losing this game right I now. I can see Jalen Hurts. You can? I, I think I could see Jalen Hurts losing this game. It's his first go-around. He's got a whole career ahead of him. He's going to get his money. He's going to come back. He'll be fine. But that's what everybody said about uh, wasn't Dan Marino. He made it the, his second year in the season. He's like, ah, this is easy. And they never made it back. I guess maybe. But I think, I, I think that he has... A, Mm-hmm. Uh, this is such a tough call. It, it is. Be, be, I just don't see. I, I can see Jalen Hurts losing this game because, and, and, and again, maybe he's not. Like Jalen Hurts hasn't convinced me to being an all-time great yet. No. Patty Mahomes has. Mm-hmm. He's going to be an all-time great, even if he loses this game. Quite honestly, but if he loses this game, now he's one and two. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, um, but I just. It just feels like Patrick Mahomes is too good to lose this game. <laughs> Travis Kelsey is too good to lose this game. Everything else goes with the Eagles. Everything else goes with the Eagles, except for those two guys right there. Um, Pacheco makes plays when it's needed. He's so good at making plays. MVS picked us apart in the ASU championship game. Um, we, I mean, our... But we have the best secondary in the league. Yeah, we, but but our secondary is playing great. Our defense is playing great, and we were playing a bu- their fourth string receivers, their third, fourth, fifth string receivers. Patty Mahomes. It's yeah, it's Patrick Mahomes. Like that's what I mean. It's, these guys are so good because their quarterback is so good, and so like, oh, I want the Eagles to win so bad. <laughs> I want them to win so bad. I think Can't I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna pick the Chiefs. <laughs> I, I think I'm going to pick the Chiefs. It's not what I want, but if I had to pick a team who I think are gonna, is going to win this game, I have to go with the Chiefs. And I think what Toby said is true, too. Like, Andy Reid is a huge check mark coach-wise over mm-hmm. Nick Sirianni, which I believe wholeheartedly that he is a better coach. Yeah, I think but. they could come out and they could they could fully come out and strategize a win out of this game. Um, the, the the Eagles are going to come out and they're going to be bullies, man. Don't get me wrong; they're going to beat so. the daylights out of these guys, whether they win or lose. They're gonna, they're going to be the more physical team. But I feel like the strategy is going to come down. Uh, we beat up the Chiefs physically, outside of the line. Take the line out of it. We've beat up the Chiefs. We beat the daylights out of the Bills, toughness wise. But it doesn't mean that you're the better team always. Mm-hmm. You know, like you can be the tougher team and not be. I think I think with us playing the 49ers defense there's not honestly there's nothing better than that defense off for our for our offense. Yeah, but your offense didn't look good against the fresh 49ers defense though. Right, they're fresh. What do you Chiefs mean? aren't. Like like to me I feel like no, but the Chiefs are way a step down than the 49ers yeah, and they we are. we didn't again, yeah, you, like you said we didn't look good. But we kept It's really okay. It is really hard to compare to put that game into perspective yeah, because, because of what happened. Because of what happened with Brock Purdy, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it's right. So hard. But I mean, but it's fair to say that the Eagles have never had a challenge like this this year. 
We've never played a quarterback like this before. We, you never played, yeah, an offense like this before. I mean, you played the 49ers last week, but again, you played them for a quarter. Yeah. Before they went, they were not the 49ers that we're used to seeing. Before that, you played the Giants. Before yeah. that, you played who? You had a bye week. Had a bye week. And then before that, like, I mean, you had the Cowboys a couple times this year. You had, you had the the Redskins who gave you a run for your number, but your money. But I know. It's, again, it's like like you said before. We all the teams that we had to, we haven't quote unquote played a dominant quarterback, but we've beaten the teams. You the have daylights out of the teams that we needed to, and so this is, this is going to be. I want you guys <laughs> to win so bad. I'm not trying to convince you otherwise. I'm just saying, dude. I'm, there, it just feels. Like, Patrick Mahomes is going to win this. He's going to get a second ring. It's going to be Patrick Mahomes' league. We all are just living in it. I already feel that way, especially whenever they played the Bengals last week. Like, I think I mentioned this to you, but literally the announcers were almost felt like they were cheering for the Chiefs. Yeah. Like, everything was just going, that they, oh, that, that should go into the Chiefs. Oh, look, there's this, this, and that. And I'm like, man, there's two teams on the field right now. Yeah. I don't want it to turn into a... It's good for the NFL if Pat Mahomes win this. Like, I don't want... That's what it's going to be. It's going to be like that the whole game. I mean, they're going to do it. They're like, I'm not saying it's fair. It's just... That's what they do, man, with this guy. Like, they, it, it's not a bad thing. Like, yeah. he's great. He's incredible. He is. But mm-hmm. he does it. Like, I mean, I mean, I've watched... Are they trying to turn him into another Tom Brady? Yeah, I've watched... I don't know. I don't know if they're trying to turn him into it as much as maybe he's turning himself into it. Like... He's more skilled than Tom Brady. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And so he just needs the rings. That's the big thing. And so he doesn't have the team. Like, he doesn't have a Philadelphia Eagles around him. He's not supposed to win this game. He wasn't supposed to beat the Bengals, though, either. Not with a high ankle sprain. And so they're not supposed to win this game. The Chiefs are not supposed to win. You don't think so? So that's another question. So, like, if they end up losing, are they going to blame, like, he wasn't 100%? I don't think you can. No, that's a no. Anytime you lose, man, like that's the thing. Like with the Bengals, that's why I refuse to take the referee side. The, the referees, you know, the reason why we lost this game, dude. You're in the freaking playoffs. Yeah. Once you get into the playoffs and you're starting to make a run, you're playing against the best teams. You're going to lose games. Like, yeah, you're not going to win them all. And so when you lose them, you own it like a man, and you get better for next time. You know, you don't mm-hmm. blame it on this, this, or that, or whatever. It's like, dude, if you just blame it on this, that's like. Cam Newton, we talked about this earlier this year, yeah. Cam Newton going on the pivot and blaming everybody but himself <laughs> for why he failed. Mm-hmm. And was he ever the guy he was supposed to be? No, because he blamed everybody else. Like, no, take your loss like a man and get better for next year. And so if that's what happens to Patrick Mahomes, um, then great, get better for next year. You know what yeah. I mean? That's what Joe Burrow better do. He better get better for next year. That's what they did that, you know, when they just lost the Super Bowl. We were a play away from winning the Super Bowl last year. Mm-hmm. And what did we do? We responded by coming all the way back to the AFC Championship game, even though all the statistics said we couldn't. Yep. And we didn't blame the refs. Like, let's not forget, the refs were really, really bad. It was actually the same guy, the same head referee official, that called the holding call on Logan Wilson at the end of the Super Bowl to give them a fresh set of downs so that mm-hmm. Cooper Cup could score that touchdown was the same guy who called all these bad calls just this past weekend, or not this past weekend, but yeah. the weekend before in this Chiefs-Bengals game. Same guy. Hmm. And so, could we blame him again? Sure. But you're not you're not watching yeah. Joe Burrow blame the, the refs or yeah. anything like that. You, you know. Anyway, I can go on a tangent there. But I think bottom line with this Super Bowl, I'm going to go Chiefs. 
I'm going to go Chiefs. Um, I'll go 31-27. I think it's Patty Mahomes with the ball in his hand to win it. To win it, maybe not last second or anything, but I think he. I think that they're down in the fourth quarter, and I think Patrick Mahomes makes something magic happen where they score a touchdown. Um, Throwing the ball parallel yeah, to the ground. They'll be down 24-27. He'll make a play, go up 31-27, and the – Eagles won't be able to get back upfield to take the lead. They'll have to score a touchdown, not yeah. kick a field goal. They'll have to score a touchdown, and I don't think Jalen Hurts will be able to do it. And that'll yeah. be where he falls short, and that's okay. Jalen Hurts can respond. He'll be back. He'll do just fine. This this team is good, even without with all the free agents or whatever. But yep. I think that's how this game ends. Is Wow. That's pretty confident. I, I <laughs> I'm just feeling it, man. It's not like... Again, if you if you were to push back on me and say, but the defensive line of the Eagles against this and and the secondary of the Eagles against this, I'd say you're right. On paper, you mm-hmm. you're you're supposed to win this game. I think you guys should be favorited. You are favorited. That's the way it's supposed to be. But Patrick Mahomes is just so good, man. Yeah. I just I don't see him losing this game. Um, I hope not though, dude. I'm uh, rooting for you. <laughs> I'm rooting for these birds, man. Come on. I hope so too. But I want to see another Kelsey, Jason Kelsey speech. Yeah. That would be nice. I do want to see that. But, man, it would be entertaining to see a Travis Kelsey speech, too. That's true. That would be entertaining. He's good. Yeah. He is really good. So, we'll, we'll see. But it's fun times. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in to another episode of Coming Off the Bench. Um we're going to log out here before I change my mind on my Super Bowl pick. <laughs> I do not want to pick the Chiefs, but I'm going to. Um, but thanks so much for listening. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. Check the show notes. We're going to have Toby's link if you want to sponsor him and his, uh, what was it called? It was Run for the YMCA. Yeah. Um, and I forget what it was called. Anyway, go sponsor him. Yep. Um, he's crushing it. And yeah, thanks. Rate, view, rate review and subscribe (laughs) to our podcast share it with your friends yep Um, if you have anybody who's a sports fan share it um and uh yeah we will be back after the super bowl and uh so we'll see good luck brandon go birds go birds